and welcome. You are listening to an episode of the Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. We really hope that you enjoy and benefit from this episode. So, hello folks and welcome to another episode from the Sales Chat Show, saleschatshow.com, driving your sales forward in the virtual Sales Chat Show studio. As always, Mr. Graham Jones, Mr. Phil Jessen, and I'm Simon Hazeldean. And this episode is called, If You Fail to Make This Shift in Your Thinking, You Will Fail as a Key Account Manager. Oh, my goodness. Um, This was inspired. I've been working over the last couple of months with a a client with some of their EMEA uh, sales team. They've been launching a new key account management uh, structure and key account management discipline in their organization. I've been running a series of key account management sort of workshops with their teams and um, and working very closely with some of their folks from their sort of sales excellence, sales enablement team. And we've been having some really fascinating conversations. And I'd be just want to throw this one across to, to, to Phil, who's a real expert in key account management and, and Graham's perspective as well, that I, I was increasingly seeing what was what was absolutely critical. You look at putting all of these things in place and how you're working and so on and so forth. It was actually a shift of thinking that's required. And I, I remember, I remember being sort of challenged by this when I moved from being sort of, I suppose, a sales representative and I got promoted to be an account manager. And um, my boss at the time was sitting down with me looking at my what I was doing for the next month and I was telling him about how busy I was you know going and doing all of this running around and seeing people and he said oh that's very interesting he said you are very busy he said uh, when are you planning on doing any thinking and I remember this because I obviously I, I then had been I then achieved quite a lot of success by you know making all of my calls and hustling and doing all of that good stuff but he said, no, now you're in charge of a territory. You know, you're going to have to step back and, and do some thinking. And I think some of the shifts, let me just throw some, some thoughts at you guys and then we get, get your responses. One is maybe a shift of thinking from more tactical action to more strategic thinking. So sometimes what, what I think has been described as think strategically and then act tactically or, or strategy before tactics. And one I think is, is another important one is a shift of maybe shorter term thinking to actually also having a time perspective of medium and much longer term thinking as a key account manager rather than just the sales period or the sales year. And also the shift from doing things yourself and getting things done by others, other people in the virtual account team, other other colleagues internally in different in different support. So those are the those are the kind of shifts I was I was seeing these folks really, really needing to make, and just be interested in your, in your perspective on on those, and indeed build upon those and add to those guys. Okay, well, shall I go first? Yeah, sure. You mentioned the work that I've done on key account management over the years. I think you're yeah. absolutely right. I think there is a very different uh, thinking required for an effective key account manager. 
Um, some salespeople can make the transition. Yeah. Uh, others can't. The people who often struggle to make the transition are those who you might call uh, the ultimate hunter salespeople uh, who will try and secure the deal at any cost and dash around, as you've just indicated, uh, knocking on doors, 20 calls a day and all of that good stuff. Um, I also once worked with a chief executive who was of the view that key account management was just too important to be left to the sales team. And he actively recruited people into key account management roles who were in back office departments or on the production floor, uh, because what he was after was people who were collaborative, not competitive. He was after team players, not lone heroes. Yeah. And he was after people that were going to play it long rather than go for a short-term order. And also he was after people who recognised the value of being there for the customer when it didn't actually matter. And we've talked about this before on Sales Chat Show, but just being there for the customer, even if there was no prospect of an order at that time. Well, the hunter, of course, won't bother doing that because yeah. the hunter will screen people and qualify them on the phone uh, before going to see them or in today's current scenario, uh, screen them before maybe talking to them uh, via online trading or whatever it happens to be. So, yes, I think you're absolutely right. It is a very different profile that, that is needed in order to be effective in that account management world. What, Graham, I've seen you nodding as I was chatting away there. What's your, what's your thoughts on it? Well, I think, firstly, the most interesting thing that Simon said was that he'd been promoted. Um, and I thought that was fascinating in itself. It was the, it was the uh, first. It was the first and last time. Let's be honest. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, <but laughs> Recruit, recruitment talent mistakes get make, made all the time. You know, it's, uh, you know <laughs> one always slips through the net. <laughs> but you did also say something else, uh, which was quite important about um, thinking time and yeah. the need if you're going into territory management or key account management. You need to spend time thinking. And actually, that's a big problem these days because it doesn't matter what kind of level job you're in, whether you are the salesperson who is just going out and knocking on doors, metaphorically, uh, or you are the territory manager or you're a key account manager, that actually what's happening is that everybody is using technology in such a pressured way, they haven't got time to think. There's emails yeah. coming in, there's... Yeah social media mm. stuff happening all the time. There's, you know, uh, Zoom calls, there's Microsoft Teams chats, there's just stuff coming at you the whole time. Uh, and people expect you to respond very quickly. And people like Amazon, for example, have fueled that desire and need in people because what's happened is, you know, I ordered something from Amazon about a, an hour or two ago, and it's going to be with me by about six o'clock this evening. And that's not good because Amazon are going to be able to deliver um, in the not too distant future within the hour. Um, and so that means that we all have this, I can get it now, I, I want it now. Everything is driving us to yeah. have it done quickly. <clears throat> and actually in the world of sales, people are being driven with meetings and all those other technological things 
to not have time to think. And it's really important. So I think that what's going on is that, you know, the pressure from the way we use technology is actually removing that time to think for people in key account management. It's probably even more important nowadays to take that time out than ever before. And yet we don't have the opportunity to do it. That's a big problem yeah. that sales organisations have got to face. And to that point, I think what, what I, I do remember very vividly from, from my really great boss that, that you know, asked me that he, he actually, he said, I, I, am, I am going to expect to see this in your diary. And I think he almost, if I recall correctly, is almost like said, you know, if it's going to work best for you to lock yourself away at home and do this, then do that. And he almost kind of gave me permission, not that I probably needed it, but maybe I felt I ought to have it, that actually, you know what, that is actually valuable. That is actually a valuable thing to do. And I, I'm, I'm encouraging you to do it and I'm expecting you to do it. So I'm not going to be suspicious if you're at home on Wednesday, you know, I'm actually expecting, I'm going to obviously want to see some output. I'm going to ask you what you've done, but it was very much very different from maybe how I'd been managed previously was how many calls have you made? What have you sold? So I'm interested to gather your thoughts as well is what's the role of sales managers and sales leaders who are managing key account managers? Because if to use Phil, I know the hunter farmer might be a fairly fairly classic kind of definition, but let's use that that hunter thing. If you've kind of got a, a sales manager or a sales leader who is a hunter, let's just use that model for the time being, managing a key account manager, that that feels like that could be a bit of a recipe for disaster because they're instinctively going to be on the here and now and what have you delivered, and maybe they themselves will struggle a bit with giving the key account manager the freedom the time to think to plan you know to strategize to coordinate so i think i'm just that'd be interesting in your your thoughts guys on that you know because if you if you've got if you've got the wrong person reporting it sorry you've got the key account manager reporting into the wrong leader that's not going to go well is it no just a couple of thoughts on what um sales directors can can do in this area that we're talking about. Um, I like your comment about how your boss handled you and your diary, Simon. I had a similar experience with a boss I used to work for years ago who wanted me to achieve 100% of my goals in 80% of the time. And what that basically meant is that he wanted me to have a clear head on Friday, so to speak. Uh, And what he wanted me to do with that was to think. Uh, And in his words, I don't give a what's it if you're out walking your dog on a hill on the Friday, as long as you come back with a clear head. Uh, So I think creating that quality thinking time is important and making that a cultural Norm. I think another thing that a sales director can do is to shift the emphasis away from talking about sales targets, which, as we know, Graham will love, um, to move the emphasis away from talking about where are you on your target and shift the emphasis towards talking about client specific plans, namely what's happening within this account. Where are we strong? Where are we weak? Where are the opportunities? Where are the threats? 
what are you doing, account manager, to add value to them? Uh, what are the things that we want to get out of the relationship? And during 2021, uh, i.e. the long term, uh, who needs to do what by when to actually make all of that happen? So to summarise that point, to move away from our own internal numbers more towards client-specific plans. I'm glad you mentioned targets, Phil, because if you hadn't mentioned it, I was going to. Um, and then because you pointed out the need for, you know, that uh, contact of yours who wanted key account managers who were more collaborative and less competitive. And one of the big problems with sales targets is it engenders competitiveness. And actually, lots of sales directors will go, well, that's good. It isn't. All the evidence shows that that competitiveness works against you and actually reduces your capability, particularly for the long term. So those sales directors who are saying, yeah, if, we, if I make, introduce competitiveness, uh, I increase my sales. Yes, you do in the short term. But for key account management in the long term, you want collaborative working and not competitive working. Yeah. And that means no sales targets. I will yeah. say it time and time again, but the evidence says that companies who set sales targets perform less well than those who don't. And make sure you listen to the episode, ladies and gentlemen, that Graham is Graham is referring to. Uh, in in Graham's small defence, I'm not going to leap to his defence oh. too much on this, but I think it is the it is the wonderful thing of if you have, and it, I don't think I've not seen one for years now, but like a public sales league table, like, and then you'll you'll publish it at the sales meeting and go, anyway, Graham, you're number one this month. Well done. Uh, tell us your secrets of success then, Graham. And you think, you think you're number one person yeah. who knows that, well, if I teach Phil my top trick for the way I've achieved my target, I'm going to drop down. You like, you go to zero yeah. zero bus. I was just linking back to Phil's point as well about that you know, the planning part of the perspective is I think maybe another shift, and this maybe doesn't apply to just key account management, is to move from what I call episodic account planning, the annual ritual that's almost treated like an admin task of filling out the account plan and then, then filing it away electronically or physically and then revisiting it, blowing metaphorically blowing the dust of it in 12 months' time. And going through rather than it being a living, breathing document that you're using or structure framework to manage what is happening on an ongoing basis and updating it and revisiting it, you know, it's, uh, it's not it's not an admin exercise. It is, you know, it is it is your job is to get that account plan in a great place and to then make it come alive and obviously adapt to market conditions, you know. You, you, you're planning at any stage is only as good as the data you've got at that stage and new data comes in, change your plan, yeah. but it, you know, I, make it, make it dynamic. I, I once ran a, a, a training program titled, and this was for account managers, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and, and the program was titled why you should only be selling once a year. And basically it was built around the fact that if the account manager has timed it right and understands the customer's strategy and plans for the future, normally built around that customer's business year end stroke start of the next one. But if the account manager really understands where their customer is today, 
where the customer is going in the future, how the customer intends to get there, it's fairly evident how much of that journey can be accomplished by the customer on their own and how much of that journey the customer needs help with, namely from us. So that's an annual strategic exercise yeah. to come back to your opening introduction. That's not a tactical canter around the territory on a monthly basis. Yeah, I think that's uh, so. We've seen that sort of tactical to strategic shift. I think we've seen the the discussion over timeline, and I think it's not is it short term or long term thinking that's necessary. It's it's. I think the shift for me is it's a move away from what I sometimes refer to to either or thinking to and thinking. So yes, you still may have periods, sales periods, and revenue targets. Sorry, Graham. The, the short term that the, the CAM may may indeed have responsibility for. But in parallel, as well as you need to be running the short, medium and long term time horizons, I think. And that takes, yeah. like you say, not every, I don't think everybody can feel comfortable with making those flips of, of no. perspective always. So, no, I think organizations do have to choose their key account managers very, yeah. very carefully because they're stepping up to a different level of yep. working not necessarily a superior job not necessarily harder or easier but they are changing and a big talent management mistake is often made is confusing performance at one level yeah with with uh, the ability and the potential to operate at, at, a, at a, the I, more senior level i once worked with a, a very talented sales director in the logistics world he was called steve and uh, at the start of a training program uh, again run by me but the, the key the key bit of the whole day was his opening 10 minute introduction which nailed it and he stood there with the job description of the uh, account managers in the room uh, and i don't wish to offend anybody from the hr world but the job description was five pages of legal waffle and he ripped it up very publicly in a tiny shred and put it in the bin rather dramatically. And then he wrote on the flip chart, he said, your job today is about one thing and one thing and only. And on the flip chart, he wrote, your job is to improve our profitability and performance by improving the customer's profitability and performance. And it just changed the wiring on the spot, yeah. this team of salespeople who were quite content selling things on a daily basis. And what it really showed to them is that they better start to really understand what was in the heads and the hearts of the customers and work on improving the customer's profitability and performance. And then, of course, they, the sales team, would be rewarded with additional orders and sales i I love that introduction i I think it was such a key point for for the success of that team i was very fortunate as an account manager we had a great uh a great 
sort of account account management training program, not not necessarily key account management. And I remember the facilitator giving us an exercise to do. We all had to go off and write down a definition of account management, you know, and we all came back and shared it. And then he said, yeah, yeah, you know, all, all of the above. He said, um, let me give you three words. He says, this is account management. He said, create profitable change. And he said, the fastest way to create profitable change for us is to create profitable change for your customers. There must be two kindred spirits, Phil, with uh, yeah. with uh, <clears throat> Steve that you Steve that you Steve that you kind of mentioned. Yeah. And I think that's the shift. That's the shift from the of, of perspective. So we've had the tactical, strategic, the timeline shift, the us to them shift, the the doing to getting things done through others shift. I think, and and as well, we've talked about the importance of management and uh, the kind of management and leadership. You know, what are the things you're asking? questions are you asking your key account manager what are you what are you focusing them on sometimes as the, as the manager any uh, any closing thoughts mr I, mr jones i was just going to say in your in your list of things that you said there you missed out one scrap sales targets <laughs> yes <laughs> I, I i had a feeling he was going to say i was was considering just go, just coming straight to you, Phil, and closing the episode. But I felt that wouldn't be the proper team spirit that we're we're advocating a team spirit, and so I thought that would be. Before we record these, we ought to interview Graham to find out what he intends to say. Well, then he's we, going to say scrap sales targets at every every available opportunity, isn't it? Then we can mute him when he opens his book. <laughs> um, no, I, just one final point from me. I think one of the things that account managers are very good at. Uh, which traditional salespeople may not be, uh, is account managers are very good at managing upwards. They're yeah. very good oh, at managing good. the boss. Yeah. Yeah. And they're very good within the context of an account plan in knocking on the boss's door and saying, boss, I could really do with your help on this. In four weeks' time, can you do this? And in six weeks' time, could you make a phone call? And in three months' time, would you mind coming with me on this? Uh, they don't have a problem at all in deploying, and I use that word deliberately, in deploying the boss with a purpose. Yeah. The alternative to that is awful. The boss says, I'm coming out with you for a day, drifts around a number of accounts, by lunchtime gets bored, and, and, and then suggests he has to go back to the office because something has popped up. Um, <laughs> We've all been there. That's what happens. But deploying oh. the boss with a purpose is very, very different from the boss going out in the field for a day, unquote. I had, um, I had a, a, an MD of a, a fairly significant organization opening a key account management program a number of years ago, initiative that I was helping them with. And he sort of positioned why it was important to the organization and these folks were the pilot and, and program and all this. And he said, if there's anything I can ever do to help you, please, please let me know. And off, off he disappeared. So two days later, we're working with some breakout exercises and I'm talking to this really very, very bright, very, very capable guy. And he was just finding it a bit hard to get into the C-suite in one of his, in one of the key accounts. <coughs> and, um, and I said, well, why don't you get, you know, your MD? to come along and have a meeting that would that would open it you know what would that work he said oh yeah that would work and they looked at me and said uh 
do you think I ought to ask him? He said, I, 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 I've never done that. You know, do you really the MD? And I said, well, I'm not being funny, but at the first 10 minutes, you know, of the opening, he said, if there's anything I can do to help, please let me know. I said, well, if that isn't an invitation. So I think he was like really nervous that he should bring this guy. And what he had, but he got the guy, got the MD, the MD went in, they had a C-suite to C-suite kind of engagement and he unlocked some fantastic, some fantastic conversations, but it, it just seemed like so out side of his you know concept at that at that stage yeah um, now my, my experience of uh, chief executives suggests that they hate the idea of going in on a red carpet rather like prince charles yeah um they want to go in with a purpose yes and the best person to put that thinking together is of course the account manager in discussion with that chief executive and they are ironically bizarrely i suppose they they you're going to get comfortable here. they're going to want to be told what to do in that meeting or what not yeah. to do in that meeting they're going to yeah. want to be really i don't know some sometimes people think these folks have got some psychic ability and you know they're going to you know i i my general rule of thumb is the more senior the leader the more you have to tell them you know words of one syllable what to do and what not and then they love it then they've got a brief and then they, they're, they're, they're going to be smart they're smart people yeah. by the nature of what they do but they do want guidance they yeah I, I was in a guidance. i was in a session pre-covid where the chief executive said to the group of account managers uh, oh by the way i'm going to see one of your accounts trevor um i shall be sat next to him at an industry do with my dinner jacket on and then the chief executive said to the account manager so tomorrow, you better come and brief me. Tell me what I need to know and tell me what outcomes you want me to achieve. Brilliant. Spot on. Brilliant. Spot on. Good, good piece. Good piece of key account management leadership. We like that. We like the sound of that. So, gentlemen, thank you very much for that. So, folks, there are probably now 180 or so episodes in our back catalogue. Find them all at the Sales Chat Show website, saleschatshow.com, uh, or from wherever you prefer to get your podcast and subscribe to the Sales Chat Show. You'll be able to find all of those episodes there. So we would like to wish you good luck and good key account management. Make, make that shift in your thinking, and that will make a significant shift, I think, in your relationships and your revenue with your customers so thank you so much for listening in stay safe and we'll speak with you soon you have been listening to an episode of the sales chat show to stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success please visit saleschatshow.com thank you very much for listening to this episode and from everyone here at the sales chat show we'd like to wish you good luck and good selling <laughs>